This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Arsenal have a potential four-man striker list. Meanwhile, more fixtures have been rescheduled and there's financial results to discuss. Exciting news. This is the Arsenal News Show. So what technical difficulties will we experience today, I wonder? Uh, Good morning to you. Uh, Thank you and so much and welcome to the Guna Talk joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. I hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for supporting the channel. It means so much. Um, I'm saying good morning to all of you this morning, um, as many as I can anyway. Pika, who? Arasilki, Darren, David, Clincy. Uh, Temi Glenn, Thierry, Damian, Matt G, George Carlton, Damian, Rich, Morgie, Marcus, um, Ismail, Christian, Adagoke, George, Jose, James, Rob, Black Shine, Amira, uh, Amesy, Louis, Ansa, uh, John Rocks, and plenty more of you guys and girls as well in the chat box. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. If you could drop a like on the video and help us to reach 1K every day. I actually forgot to say anything about that until right at the end of the show yesterday, and we still managed to hit it. Uh, Your support is incredible. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And uh, I do look forward to going through. (laughs) I do look forward to going through uh, the, well, at least my my very uneducated view of the financial side of things. I'll probably be going into uh, some of the the extra stuff with some some others in the coming days once we've got our head around a few more things. But uh, we're going to talk about that shortly. We're going to kick off, though, with yesterday's uh, FA Cup results um, from the FA Cup, of course, where Arsenal aren't involved. But there is some impacts of it, especially tonight's games. Uh, Coventry um, beat Maidstone United 5-0, as we spoke about. Um, Bournemouth beating Leicester City 1-0. Blackburn uh, losing on penalties to Newcastle. Luton Town winning two... uh, Sorry, (laughs) winning. I saw the word two. I saw the letter number. There we go. Uh, losing 6-2. Kevin De Bruyne getting four assists. Erling Haaland scoring five goals in that game. Um, Man City responding to their 
last recent Premier League struggles, that is. They still conceded a hell of a lot of XG, though, against Luton Town. It was an interesting game. Then tonight, we got Chelsea against Leeds, which is the game that affects Arsenal, um, of course, with Chelsea playing Leeds. If Chelsea win, Arsenal's game against them on the 16th of March will be rescheduled. If Leeds win, that game will remain where it is. Uh, Nottingham Forest take on Manchester United at the City Ground. Uh, Wolves take on Brighton and Liverpool take on Southampton. We probably want Liverpool to progress and continue to have more fixtures and more games to to be worrying about. So there you go. Um, Moving forwards and into the financial results. Again, I'd like to preface this. I am not a financial expert. I am not a financial expert by any way, shape or form. Um, so I'm going to give you some uh, just kind of the headlines and a couple of comments that I've seen online about this. Um, Arsenal Holdings Limited has now filed its consolidated accounts for the Arsenal Group for the year ended 31st of May 2023. Uh, the overall loss for the year was 52.1 million, uh, which is up on the 45.5 million from 2022. Um, the financial result was impacted by the impairment write downs on certain player registrations amounting to 18.1 million which by virtue of their quantum are classified as exceptional. Yes, we all know what those words mean. Yes. Um, I'm sure Mike's in the chat was thinking, well, I actually do. Uh, the loss before tax, excluding the impact of exceptional items, amounted to 34 million, which they suggest is down uh, on the loss of 45.5 million from 2022. I'll be very honest. I don't really get it. I did a little bit of Googling from the sounds of things. It seems like the, it's the market value of things dropped and so therefore the loss is less than it was it's all very complicated what i would say um is that this is still from a season that didn't have champions league football so next year's results will obviously be the results from um the well the uh the champions league year of getting money in from that as well so i'm looking forward to to hopefully getting uh some positive news surrounding arsenal's losses and and gains what i will say is that i was reading on social media yesterday that um the the 18.1 million as we were talking about there is to do with nicolas pepe so i saw tim payton saying the f word applies to the pepe saga at arsenal financial fiasco Closing chapter sees 18.1 million impairment write-off, total cost of 150 million to the club. Some might wonder if another F word applies. Um, now, we have to look at, that's from Tim Payton, by the way, who obviously leads up the the Arsenal Supporters Trust. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting to see, finally, we are at an end of the Pepe financial saga and that that is now no longer going to be kind of a drain Uh, on our yearly accounts, which is obviously good. But basically, I think, from my understanding anyway, is it's like our financial results would look a lot better if we weren't still paying back the Pepe thing, which obviously has come to an end um, this year, which is great. So next year, not only will we have Champions League benefits, we will have the benefit of not still paying back Nicolas Pepe's deal to Lille. So hopefully next year in 23-24's accounts, uh, that will be much, much better. So I look forward to that um, and look forward to seeing what that is. We might do, I might, if Mike's up for it, I can see he's in the chat box. We might grab Mike and he might come on the show and uh, and have a chat about how he's feeling about them a little bit later on. I mean, if he's still up and he wants to come on on part two, drop me a text, Mike. And uh, if you're up, I'll get you on and we can do a little bit of a chat about it. If not, we'll do a separate show. Just let me know because I'll see you there. Uh, moving forwards, Premier League games have been rescheduled, um, of course, for April. 
Uh, three league matches in April have been moved because of TV. Um, we've got the Luton Town game at home uh, has been moved to Wednesday, April 3rd at 7.30 p.m. It was initially, I think, a Tuesday night game. It's now a Wednesday night game. Uh, the following weekend, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion away. That has been moved to uh, 5.30 p.m. on Saturday, April 6th. Uh, and then exactly a week later from that will be an action against Aston Villa at the Emirates Stadium, which has been moved to April 14th. Um, that game will take place at 5.30. So there you go. Um, there's still very much lots to be excited about regarding April fixtures. It's going to be an interesting month away to, to Brighton. We're at home to Villa. We're then away to Spurs at the end of that month as well. That game could still yet be changed. Um, so, yeah, let's... Let's wait and see when those games will happen. It's interesting because the website says that on the fixture list, it says Saturday, April 13th at 5.30. But on this, it says Sunday, April 14th. Um, so I think we need to get that double checked. On the website, the announcement it says Sunday, April 14th. Have a kickoff time to be determined. Oh, sorry, I see. Is it saying will be, however, if the villains reach the UEFA Conference League Court Finals, that game will be moved to Sunday, April 14th. My bad read that slightly wrong so at the moment it's set for a saturday 13th at 5 30 however if villa reach the europa conference league quarterfinals that which they probably will that game will be moved to sunday april 14th uh, so there you go there's some information around those games um, and those changes uh, moving into more arsenal squad based news tommy asu is said to hope to be also fit for the trip to sheffield united sammy Mottbell of the mail Reporting on top of the story we read to you yesterday, Simon Collins of the Evening Standard reporting that Partey and Zinni are hoping to be available for Sheffield United. Sammy Mockbell are saying that hopefully Tommy Asu will be available as well. We'll hear from Mikel Arteta tomorrow in his press conference. Um, if you want to keep up to date with that, of course, we'll be running a live blog on the Football.London website. We'll be breaking that press conference down on Friday morning show. And moving into transfers, Ruben Neves has been speaking about how he came close to a switch to Arsenal. He says, I was close to joining three different clubs, which never happened. I got frustrated and decided to join Al Hilal. I didn't want to mention any names, but one of the clubs was Barcelona. I was very close to joining them. The same with Arsenal. Then there were another club outside of England. These were events that accumulated and then this was a golden opportunity. I had no doubts in accepting it. I was already hardened by transfers that did not happen. Uh, so very interesting indeed um, that he's talking about it. He says, well, of course, one of the things behind the move is money. You cannot hide that. Um, and he's on something like £300,000 per week uh, in Saudi Arabia. He continued by saying, playing in Saudi Arabia doesn't make me feel any different compared to my colleagues in Europe. My physical ability is great. I'm on track uh, to one day be able to return to Europe and play at the highest level. But to be honest, I don't plan to return soon. There is no secret. The quality of the players who arrive is very high. If each team bets on eight foreigners of that level, this almost becomes a PlayStation Championship in which we can choose the players as we wish. I think that will be here. I think that I'll be here for two years and who knows, even a little longer. Interesting that he says, I don't plan to return soon. And then he says, I plan to be here for two years. <laughs> so, a little bit of a contradiction there, but interesting to hear that a move to Arsenal seemingly was very much more in the offing than maybe many of us actually believed that it was. Uh, and lastly, uh, that report by Sammy Mockbell that did talk about Tommy Asu continued to speak about the striker situation as well and to give kind of the latest in regards to um, what's been going on with those players. And uh, the four strikers that Sammy Mockbell suggests that Arsenal have added to a list because they are concerned about Gabriel Jesus's fitness, which they are very much kind of looking at and uh, looking at the 
I suppose the what's the words um, availability, the evolution of, of any potential injuries as well. Um, but the four strikers on that list are said to be Victor Ozimen, Joshua Zerxi, uh, Victor Goyokarez, two victors in there. Who'd have thought that? Uh, and Ivan Tony as well. So they're said to be the four strikers that Arsenal are monitoring, looking at, having a list of potential options. Um, interesting that there's there's no mention of, of Santiago Jimenez or Benjamin Sesco. Uh, Ollie Watkins, of course, has been talked about in the past as well, but they are said to be the four um, the four specific uh, strikers that are at the moment on that list. Uh, it would be, I think, for me at the moment, Goya Carreras is at the top of my list, closely followed by uh, Victor Ozimen, then Joshua Zerkzy, and then Ivan Tony would be my ranking of those four, mainly because of the money involved in different deals. I think Goya Carreras' record is excellent this season. I think Ozimen's inflated price tag drops him down slightly below that. Um, Xerxes age puts him above Tony for me um, and he's, he's kind of stylistically I think fits better compared to what Tony does so that would be my my ranking of those four as well no mention of Lois or Pender either as well another striker that's been talked about in the past but they are the four strikers that Arsenal can get their hands on right let's go to part two and your questions right after this Okay, moving to part two then. I'm just checking my phone to see if Lazy Mike has sent me a WhatsApp. No, Lazy Mike has not sent me a WhatsApp. Classic. Uh, <laughs> Russ says, hi, Tom. Would you not consider Ollie Watkins or Solanke? Um, Solanke, another player that wasn't actually mentioned on that list as well. I would consider them, absolutely. I think that they are better than Ivan Tony. personally. I think Solanke's age bracket makes him fit slightly better as well, and he's had a fantastic... So, I mean, if you consider Tony, surely you have to consider Solanke as well, because they both had have had now they're one top, top season in the Premier League. And you look like, you know, Solanke's definitely on the up. Whereas, Tony, there's question marks about that age bracket as well. So, for me, I <laughs> yes, the Mike's in bed. So, he won't be coming on this morning to give us any of his insights on the financial things. Um, but, yeah, I think that Ollie Watkins is one of those players that if you're going to sign a 28-year-old player of that in that age bracket, he's probably the only one that I would go for. Um would be in that bracket. Uh, Mark says, Tom, if Chelsea were to win, um, when would the match be likely to be rescheduled? I ask because Chelsea's the last match before City. Would you agree that if it was to postpone until later, it would be better? No, I'd rather Arsenal played that game on the 16th because there's an international break anyway, so it's pretty meaningless before City. I'd rather we played Chelsea on the 16th and got that momentum going, um, actually. So I'd rather get that game out of the way. Plus, the likelihood of when that game will be rescheduled is the midweek game between Wolves away and Spurs away. So the eight week starting April 22nd, it would likely be, I think, that's the gap where I see there being a space for the next potential rescheduling. That's probably when it would be. So I'd rather Leeds won tonight and we played Chelsea this month. Um, so there you go. Mikhail says, the Tony hate from you, crying laughing face. I don't hate the guy. I've said this a number of times before. Just because I rate other players above somebody else doesn't mean I hate them. Mikhail, the, the problem that you've done is that you fall into that classic social media trap. Someone says that they like waffles and suddenly you get accused of hating pancakes. That's, that is what you've done there. So congratulations <laughs> for falling into that classic trap. Uh, Peter says, hi, Tom. Have you seen the stat on X by now, uh, Arsenal, uh, about our defensive performance? If it's true, 
it'd be very impressive. I, I doubt that they were the initial source. They probably got it from somewhere else. Um, but uh, no, Peter, I haven't seen it unless you're talking about Arsenal's XG conceded. Is that it? It's down at like 1.9, I think, uh, which in comparison to like the, the others is incredibly lower than other teams. And it is. We are very, very good defensively. Um Harvey, thank you so much for the kind super chat. And former Arsenal player Christopher Olsen, 28, is currently on a ventilator after losing consciousness. Thank you. I did see this yesterday um, uh, in the in my social feed. So thank you for reminding me to bring this up. And we, of course, do wish uh, former Arsenal midfielder Christopher Olsen the absolute best in recovering from what is said to be, according to the BBC Sport website, a acute brain-related illness. So we really do hope that he uh, he recovers quickly and swiftly. But thank you, Harvey, for raising that in the chat. Um, thank you very so much. Um, let's scroll up a little bit more, shall we? Uh, ben says, for what I've seen, Xerxes looks a younger version of Gabriel Jesus. They have a lot of similarities. There, I mean, he's much more collaborative. He's played in wide areas as well, which I think for certain would be why maybe we see those those stylistic similarities. Uh, Marcus says, uh, proud of you for finding the unmute button this morning. Keep up the great work. Thanks, mate. I saw plenty of you laughing at me in the comment section. I deserved it. I muted myself at the start of a show. It's just blasphemy at this stage that that would happen. Um, Sean says, hey, Tom, I'm planning on making the trip to see a preseason match in July uh, with the Euros this summer. Do you think it's worth the money with the risk of our starters still being away? Uh, just be aware that if there are any Arsenal fixtures is close to that tournament, uh, the Euros. I mean, let's do a quick check. Euro 2024 dates. Uh, when does it start? Uh, it starts off on Friday the 14th of June. The final is on Sunday the 14th of July. Players will usually be given two to three weeks at least to have time away, like Saka. Um, of course, I don't have the copies. the Copa America this summer as well. Copa America 2024. We just have a quick check. Uh, yes, I think that it is. Um, it takes place from June 20th to July 14th. Um, so you also have your, our South American uh, players involved in that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I expect, I expect, sorry, South American. Um, our Comnibol uh, competitors will be involved in that. But if, if the Copa America, what's the one, what's the other one? Why am I getting confused between this? Because that's Comnibol, right? So what's the what's the con? Is it um? Why am I getting so confused? Comnibol is the South American one. Concacaf is the North American one. Um, so it says the Quadrennial International Men's Soccer Championship, organised by South America's footballing body, the tournament will be held in the United States and co-organised by Concacaf. Okay, so it's both, right? It's North and, and South. It's both continents involved in, in the Copa America. I am, am I being an absolute idiot? I think I am. I think I am. Yeah, so it's both. I'm pretty sure it's both. Looking at the fixtures, group stage, um, Mexico against Jamaica, uh, Uruguay against Panama, Brazil to be decided, apparently, Colombia, Paraguay, USA, Bolivia. Yeah, so it is. It's definitely that. Uh, I don't know why I was getting so confused by the Copa America. But yes, the Copa America is both. Um, so we will get both. Uh, it's a combined CONCACAF and Comnibol tournament. Um, this year is said to be a combined one. Uh, so it's not that it always was combined. They Yeah, that's why I was getting confused. Thank you. They normally aren't combined, are they? I'm sure the Copa America was pre previously just South America. I'm sure it was just a Comnibol tournament. 
but this year they've combined it. So interesting. I I look forward to to that. But yeah, so there'll be uh, going back to your question. Um, I would be surprised if we did a. Um, we might do an Adidas training camp again for the players that aren't going to be involved in those um, in those games. But if the if the uh, if the Copper America finishes on when they when do they say it was July twentieth or July fourteenth? I think the Euro yeah July fourteenth was the Euros. So the final of the Concacaf tournament takes place on sorry of the Copper America takes place on July fifteenth. So it's around the same time. 14th and 15th of July. Some players are given two to three weeks off. So probably the rest of the, pretty much the rest of, of July and then the start of August, they might come back. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult. Uh, Fuad says, Mike, can we get your expertise in the finances with Tom on a show soon, mate? Mike, I, I'm happy to do it tonight, mate. If you're about, drop me a line and we'll do it at, uh, after I finish my shift today. I'm happy to to jump on and have a chat about the finances. Uh, absolutely no problem at all. Uh, Elude uh, says, owing the design of Mikel is employing... I didn't really answer that last question, did I? I can't really answer the question. I don't know. You're probably going to have to take that risk, mate. Um, if you're planning on coming over in late July, you're probably taking the risk that any preseason games that aren't in America, uh, if they do like the Adidas training one against Nuremberg again, you're probably not going to see the stars in America. I mean, the first game of that preseason tournament is July 27th. Uh, you might see that game. There might be potential for, for some of the stars to be there. I think that some of them might be, but I'd say the majority will still be recovering from from the Euros. Um, and we'll have a lot of youngsters on that that American tour, not just uh, the senior stars. Sorry, uh, there we go. Elliot says, owing to the design, Mikel is employing the mid uh, the profile suits Joshua Xerxes. Uh, Ozzyman is injury-prone and expensive. Tony is old. Wow. Oh, damn. Um, I mean, I know I talk about age profiles, but it just it cuts me. It really cuts me. I'm turning 30 this year. <laughs> Tony is old. It's it's weird. I look, whenever I see Ivan Tony, I look at him and I just, it's going to sound so bad now. I look at him and think, how am I older than you? Like, he looks older. Do you know what I mean? He's just got an older look to him. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Expensive and brings nothing new. And Victor Gorokarez is not that good. Victor Goriokarez, not that good. Do you know who has scored the most and got the most goal contributions of any player in the top eight to ten leagues? And it's it's Victor Goriokarez by a country mile. Not that good. Educate yourself. Do some looking into who he is because he is very, very good. Uh, Tizer says, hi, Tom. Are you celebrating corners and free kicks like penalties nowadays? <laughs> also, Tony was very poor against West Ham uh, this week. Needs a younger striker who does a lot more hold up with the ball. Um, I think when it comes to corners and free kicks, we we look incredibly dangerous, don't we? But at the same time, you think about the Porto game. We had a lot of opportunities to put the ball in the box and we didn't look as threatening. We had two chances, Sleeber and Havertz and Trossard as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, we are very good from those set pieces. Very, very good indeed. Uh, Backer Designer says, What would you rather do? Sing the Havertz song or eat a plate of pancakes? Oh, plate of pancakes because I like them. <laughs> I like pancakes. Pancake day is the best day of the year. I absolutely love it. If you listen to my chat of Ask Blog, we talked about our uh, our pancake choices. He's uh, very standard, I think, of his picks. I am too, but I've started to branch out a little bit with some extra uh, toppings. Uh, James says, uh, when looking for our next striker, what are you looking for? I think we have too many uh, ball-to-feet strikers, and I'd like more of a channel runner. Uh, do we play necessarily that style for the channel runners in some ways? Do we do we miss the Abamia? 
of the world where they can run in behind. I'd like someone who. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com can do that but i think that we do need somebody that can play the ball to feet because i think that is arteta's system um yeah it would be very difficult to think that gq reckons that none of our internationals will be on the tour this summer there's certainly a chance that some of them might be depending on when they are eliminated from their respective tournaments of course um but any that make it to the really latter stages of those international tournaments are unlikely to be involved in much of that competition um Let's scroll up some more. So I know I missed some other questions. Uh, John Rock says, with Xhaka and Elneny in the past being reported as having their UEFA coaching badges, is there any talk of any former players joining the coaching staff? Not at the moment. There was always that chat of Santi Gazzola. I'd love to see Santi back at the club. I think it'd be great to see Santi back at the club. Um, but uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Uh, Mark says, Tom, who among the strikers that you listed would be the best bargain? Is Xerxes worth taking a flyer to see what happens in his development, giving his imposing physicality and lower price tag. I think that you've answered your own question there, Mark. I think, yeah, Xerxes is the, the bargain of that that group because the other three are going to cost you a lot of money. Uh, Oscar says there's 785 people here. Smash the like. There's actually over 900 of you now. Thank you so much for the continued support in these morning shows. It's amazing to see the numbers that we get these mornings. Uh, I know that you enjoy listening to them on the way to work, before work, before school, uh, and those that listen on Catch Up as well. Please do drop a like on the video and help us to 1K every single day um sanjit says how would you fit thomas Partey into the team depends on the game i think there are some games that you would use him some games that you wouldn't i think if we're away to manchester city you could argue that he plays that game but there's also an argument that at the moment Jorginho is kind of the star in that midfield role in the bigger games i mean I'd, if it was tomorrow that we were playing man city it would be rice and Jorginho in the midfield but this weekend when we play sheffield united or on monday night I wouldn't be starting Jorginho. I'd be giving him a rest. I'd be playing somebody like Havertz in midfield and Trossard up top or bringing Smith Rowe into the team or bringing Vieira into the team for some of his minutes, uh, playing Havertz in the midfield and Jesus up top. We've got a lot of options. Now we're getting players back fit and that's really important. Uh, Thierry says, Tom, what are your thoughts on what Rio said about Arteta? It's just a, the state of play in 2024. Say crazy things, get lots of engagement, get the views, stay relevant. That's all that it's about, Thierry. He doesn't actually believe that. Don't don't think for a second he actually believes those words because I certainly don't think that he does. Uh, Shano says, hi, Tom. Do you think Lataro Martinez would work for us? He's looking prolific and could work well with Havertz. Yes, absolutely he would. Uh, I was listening to James Horncastle talk on the TNT Sport pre-match between Inter and Atletico Madrid and he summed it up really well. He said everyone's talking about Victor Osimhen. He had a fantastic season, 30 plus goals for Napoli last year as they won the Serie A title but the thing about Lataro Martinez is that he's done it season upon season upon season. Yes, there were question marks about him after the World Cup and about his form and his finishing but Lataro Martinez has turned from a player that plays in that two-striker system. I think he's done very well to take on a lot. I know Marcus Turam is very supportive of, uh, of there up top as well 
But the problem with Lazaro Martinez is he's never leaving Inter. He wants to stay at Inter. He wants to sign a new contract with Inter. He's never going to leave Inter Milan. I just can't see it happening. Unlike the others that we've talked about, who are certainly more open to leaving their clubs, uh, sadly, Lazaro Martinez is, is not going to be going anywhere. Uh, and I think he will sign a, very new, uh, a new deal very, very soon. Uh, let's go to Darren says Gorkarez has more goals and assists than Xerxy and Ozimen combined. <laughs> the guy's doing good, yes. So the person earlier who said he's not that good, again, certainly worth looking into that as well. Um, John says you're 29 until you're 30, Tom. I know, I know. It's just that year that you turn 30, you always look at it going on. You never say I'm 29. Any 29 year olds never say they're 29. All 29 year olds say is either I'm 30 next year or I'm 30 this year. That's all 29-year-olds say. No one that's 29 ever tells anyone they're 29. They just say, I'm 30 this year or 30 next year. I don't know why, because it's such a... I always feel like I have the sense I'm wishing my life away. I do it all the time. I do it. I'm waiting for the next Arsenal game, either in a few days or in a week's time. Like I'm just like, what's the next one? Or I'm waiting for the next social event. I'm waiting for the next, you know, whatever the next thing going on. And we're wishing... I feel like I'm always wishing my life away. And I'm doing that now as I'm 29 going, I'm 30 this year. Um, yeah, I don't get too deep. But you know what I mean? I just feel like I'm constantly wishing my life away sometimes. Um, but yeah. Uh, Aaron says, TC, here we go. <laughs> TC, with your 30th nearing ever closer, have you started planning for care homes? Yes, for you, uh, Aaron. <laughs> Maximir says, Tom, have you seen Inter Milan stats? Their goal difference is more than the goals scored by the next highest team. Uh, AC Milan, who have scored 50 crazy stats. Yeah, and they're going to be a threat in the Champions League this season. Uh, George says, Tom, why do I keep getting unsubscribed from the channel on YouTube? I don't get unsubscribed from any other channel. George, I have absolutely no idea, my friend. I'm, I'm, I, I wish I had an answer for you. I say it all the time. I've said it on shows. Please check that you're still subscribed to the channel. I don't know why it happens. I don't know why YouTube somehow and for some reason unsubs you all. But I know that in your YouTube apps, what often happens is, is your recommended feed, if you watch this show every day, will push it to the top of your recommended feed. You open the YouTube app, you see the show, you jump on the show. But you're assuming that you're subscribed. So just have a, everyone right now on their phone or their laptop or their device, if you're catching up or if you're on, even on your Spotify's, just have a quick check in this moment, take a second, and then let me know if it did actually unsubscribe you. I'm really curious to see if it did. I notice it sometimes. I see the number drops and I'm like, well, Screw you. <laughs> I'm subscribing. But yeah, just just check because it is very, very strange. And Marcus says, so will there be a live show on my 30th birthday? Of course there will be, unless there's some reason why I'm not. I did one on my wedding day. What do you think, Marcus? <laughs> you know, I've, I do it every single... I didn't do it the day after my wedding day. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, Damien says that now it's still subscribed. Uh, Anakin says uh, people working at YouTube are clearly Spurs fans. Temi says, wow, I'm actually unsubscribed. And uh, Yesteryear says it did it unsubscribe them as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yesteryear says they hate me. They unsubscribed me as well. It's really strange. I don't get it. It's really odd. I don't know why it happens. But just, yeah, check that you're still part of the TGT family. We don't want to lose you. I don't know why, because it's nothing to do on my end. I'm not blocking you or anything like that. I block some people, <laughs> trust me, um, but I'm certainly not uh, not blocking anybody else. And if it was blocked, you wouldn't be able to resub. So, um, yeah, it's nothing. Uh, it's nothing that I've done. Uh, the pundit says Gorakarez all day. He has Premier League experience and is so young, strong, hungry, 
and he can dribble. I mean, so young. He's 25, which, to be fair, you know, now I've just been talking about age for the last 15 minutes. It is quite young. <laughs> quite young indeed. Um, Igbo says, uh, would you take Neto for 60 million or Williams for 42? It's a good question. I, I think either are very good. The question mark with Neto is obviously his um, his injury record, whereas Williams doesn't doesn't have that. Uh, Nick Brown says, plot twist, Tom hates waffles and pancakes. I don't. I actually do prefer pancakes, to be fair. And like, potato waffles, though, very nice. I, I, to be fair, I am not a big fan of like the, the sweet dessert waffles, but potato waffles are brilliant. More, more, are they more of like a UK thing, I think, potato waffles? Um, you get them like the frozen ones in like a big rectangular pack. But uh, there you go. Uh, Alan says, I was unsubscribed also, but I've just resubscribed. How strange, eh? Very, very weird. Um, Maximus says, now you know why those subscription numbers aren't rising. Hey, I'll tell you, my app tells me they're rising fine, mate. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, Rich says, maybe that's what happened to Peeny Ween. Uh, no, nah, Peeny Ween's taking a break from things. And it's been taken a break for. I think that it's, I, I absolutely respect when people say they want to take a break from things. You know, I'm not one of those YouTube people that's like, you must watch every single day, even though I do tell you to turn your notifications on, of course. But if you need to take a break, if you need to take yourself out of a YouTube routine, if you need to break a cycle and you just need to spend some time on yourself, do, you know, I'm not saying this is PNM, I'm just saying in general, you know, do it. You know, I think it's it's it absolutely, I have so much respect for people that just go, you know what, I'm going to take a break from this. I'm going to take myself out of this. And I, goodness knows I've done it with things. It's, it's really like menial things like FIFA, giving up FIFA. I was chatting to James Bench the other day in the Arsenal lounge. And just like we were talking a bit about FIFA and I was saying I've given it up. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. For the benefit of my mental health, I gave it up a couple of years ago. I got it again this year. I played because I was just like some evenings, uh, if the missus was working late or a weekend when she's working, sometimes she works weekends. And I was like, oh, I just want to, you know, play a bit of FIFA. And uh, yeah, it was one of the worst things I ever did. Never, ever, ever, ever should have re-downloaded that game. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad that I've once again, for the second time, quit FIFA. So sometimes you just need to take breaks and things that you just attach to. I know I'm the worst marketer of all time. I'm like telling people that if you need to take a break from something, then do it. But uh, it's important. Control yourself. Uh, hashtag says, uh, I'm from India and have been following Arsenal since 2009. So last year I came across your channel. I love your show and how you shut up those toxic fans. Just like that. I love listening to your videos. Cheers. Thank you, Danny. That's very kind of you indeed. And uh, yes, it's because we aren't we aren't looking at um, uh, specifically like the we're not looking to be chaotic or toxic or just shouty and sweary for the sake of it. If I think something needs to be praised, I'll praise it. If I think something needs to be criticized, I'll criticize it. And sometimes that gets our stick because people don't really like that and they don't like being called out for that. Um, but that's what we'll do. Uh, Marble Hall says, did you see Arsenal ban thousands of genuine fan red memberships yesterday? Was it thousands of genuine fan red memberships yesterday? Is that the have we got the evidence that there was thousands of genuine because that's quite the accusation if that's true. If it was thousands of genuine red member memberships, uh, can you send in that evidence? That'd be great if you could. Um, I am aware that yesterday accounts were banned. I've seen things on social media suggesting that there were accounts banned. Now, I, from my understanding of it, that it's an attempt to try and ban the some bot accounts and you know the the tackling of that problem. 
Uh, but there's, I think I saw a few people suggest that they have seen their account banned, but they're obviously not a bot. Um, but they may have had their account, may have, if they had a, like a transfer and that transfer was from an account that was a bot, I think it may have crossed over. We need a lot of facts. Um, we need a lot more facts to, to go around making accusations like that is exceptionally dangerous, uh, especially if we don't have all the facts yet. So if you can prove that thousands of genuine fan red memberships were banned and that there was no foul play going on fair enough and we'll talk about that but uh we need to have a look into this because saying things like thousands of genuine red men that's an incredible accusation um so do send me any information if you are affected by this i would love to hear it by the way um i'd love to hear people that have faced this issue because obviously it's something that we would need to to raise and if it is a problem that needs to be addressed then we need to address it absolutely because uh without doubt if i can imagine how incredibly frustrating that will be if you've been banned and you don't think you've done anything wrong so yes do raise it with me but saying things like thousands of fans of genuine but i've not seen personally that it's thousands of genuine fan red memberships i've seen a few people tweet about it but saying something like that without the evidence to back it up is not a good look at all. Uh, Bo says, Tom, I started listening to Giant Base on my train on my training runs because of you. What's a good one to start? Now, Bo, you're speaking my language now. Um, I've got a couple of playlists. If you drop me a DM, I can definitely send you some, especially for running. For running, you want more like old training runs. You want more energy. Um, so Dimension's good. Wilkinson's good. So Focus is good uh hybrid minds are pretty good for that uh if you want a little bit kind of uh more relaxed drum bass you want to look in some liquid stuff there's lots of hospital artists that are fantastic for that sort of thing as well uh new tone kino um on top of my head thinking of as as well polar and bryson um there's some really good stuff damien's like oh no he's got him talking about drum bass again <laughs> Yes, you have. Uh, Mark says, Tom, have you caught up on any Pearl Jam? I have been sent so much Pearl Jam in the last week. I have been sent so much Pearl Jam because I made one comment about not knowing who they were. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mark says, Tom's playlist is part two of the physical live show last week. Uh, did they get all their P45s? I wonder how much the Morris interview went. Uh, yeah. Uh, what you got to listen to, obviously. I mean, if you're in the room, you got the unedited, the raw cut of that live show. Um, but uh, there were some great things discussed um, in the uh, in the live show. And it was a really good conversation. I loved that part where it got like back and forth with the the crowd and, and people shouting out their own views and then us react. I thought that was a great. I thought it was excellent. I really enjoyed that part too. And uh, I'm looking at doing a, a live events every year. Uh, I don't think more than one a year is necessary. I think one a year is is a great kind of coming together of the community. Um, so as soon as I got information about the only time I would ever do more than one a year is if I managed to get one abroad. Uh, if I ever did one in America or something like that, then we do more than one a year. But otherwise, it'll be we'll, we'll do, I'm, I'm committing to doing one of these live shows every single year. So I look forward to that. And the, the venue loved having us. They said they loved the community they love the people that are in the room they said that everyone was fantastic so absolutely we'll be doing another event um you can be sure of that uh bless says hi tom which one of the former arsenal players in his prime will bring into our current squad that helps us win the championship this season um the exception being thierry Henry. so which former arsenal player in their prime would help us win the championship 
Oh, that's a really good question. So I have to look at kind of all the positions on the field. And I think in this Arteta system as well, you have to think about the actual system. Which player changes things? I mean, if you had a midfield, right, if you had a midfield of Rice, Vieira and Odegaard, just think about that for a second. That would be incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the thing is, you've got to think about who those players are replacing. So I can see a lot of you are saying Bergkamp. The thing is, Bergkamp's got to come in and replace Odegaard. Now, that's not to say that I don't think Bergkamp's better than Odegaard. He absolutely is. But I'm thinking like the gap between Vieira and who he's replacing in the midfield and then the gap between Bergkamp and and and, uh, and Odegaard. I'm thinking about where am I going to get the biggest jump of quality? That's what I've got to think about. So the wide areas, left wing, would Robert Perez in his prime I think that's a good shout. Or over Mars in his prime on the left-hand side. Centre forward. Some people are saying Van Persie for the goals he scored, of course, as well. Um, Anelka in his prime. Ian Wright in his prime. So that's interesting. Do we go into the defence? Does the left-back get looked at? If we got Ashley Cole in the team. I know people don't like talking about Ashley Cole, but you can't say he's not been the best left-back to play for the club because he was. Between him and Kenny Sampson, of course. But I think it's got to be it's, it's got to be Vieira. It, surely it's got to be Vieira for me. I think it's Vieira for me. That's who I'm going for. I'm going Vieira. Um, Vieira, Rice, and Odegaard midfield is silly. It's a cheat code of a midfield. Absolutely incredible. Um, Alan says, Tom, I know you like Chicago, but can't you do a show in Houston or Galveston, Texas? Texas is a place definitely on my radar of somewhere I'd like to visit. So there you go. Um, Marble Hall says, uh, I'm in a Facebook group with over a thousand members uh, who all help each other on the ticket exchange and they've all been banned. All of them. No bots. The club algorithm is wrong and genuine fans are out of pocket. Go, gone too far now. Well, it's definitely worth sending me the evidence, mate. Uh, I'm always up for a discussion about these sort of things, but the, the evidence needs to be sent in, of course. Um, so please, please do send in. To say that an entire Facebook group has been banned uh, is, is a hell of a situation, if true, of course. Um, now, there is something to be said about if the algorithm is obviously on the lookout for bot accounts, because I saw a conversation on social media yesterday that somebody was saying they had been banned, and then in that same conversation, they said they got a ticket transferred to them from a mate in their network. Now, it could be that that account that transferred them the ticket could have been acquired through like a, someone using a bot to grab tickets in which case all you need to have done is got a ticket off somebody else whose ticket was initially required by a bot and the algorithm is surely going to pick that up and in which case uh, it sounds incredibly unfair but now you, you can understand why that's happened i don't think it should happen because if you are acquiring a ticket through the official means of the club by a ticket transfer which is what the ticket transfer is there to do then yeah it's incredibly harsh i hope that it's um I hope the problem's got. I hope we get to the bottom of that issue because uh, you don't want to see genuine fans getting their their tickets um, banned. If, of course, they've acquired their ticket through illegitimate means, then there can't be any complaints. But for those that absolutely are have become a victim of of a mistake by the algorithm, that certainly is um, is is worth it. Um, so yeah, we've got to we've got to look into it. But as I say, please do send me the evidence because uh, I need to have a look into it. It's impossible for me to do anything while I'm sitting here live on a show, um, just taking people's words for things. So I need to I need to be able to see the info um, to be able to make it because it's very very dangerous to to jump out and start saying things without seeing 
the info. So until we've got all of that, um, I can't say anything conclusive at the moment right i think we will uh we'll we'll stop there shall we um we've been going for over 40 minutes thank you so much guys for tuning in very much appreciate your time as always uh have a fantastic day um and uh please do stay safe and stay well i'll be back tomorrow morning of course uh, with another episode that's uh, good because i just realized i've not plugged in my charger so i've got to wrap up this very second enjoy stay safe stay well and respectful and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.